Hello and welcome to the Bull Monty, your Jersey Bulls podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the very, very start of hopefully this. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, hello and welcome to the first episode um, from The Bull Monty. Uh, it's me, Kyle. Uh, I'm not your host. Ben Vunell is technically the host. Um, and uh, my colleague from the north, uh, up to north, Rhys Tarrin. Um, and uh, we're here for our very first episode um, on the Jersey Bulls. Now, we've already introduced Ooh. ourselves and that's Rhys giving us a little bit of a woo because he's a bit funny. Um we, uh, we we've already introduced ourselves. Um, we're you know representing the whole of the UK. Um, we've all somehow fallen a bit in love with the Jersey Bulls. Um, for the first episode, we're going to do we're going to be talking about a few things. Um, obviously, the elephant in the room. Uh, what's been going on with uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus? It's obviously put a bit of a stop to everything. Um, football and entertainment wise, uh, we're going to talk through um, the new kit that the Jersey Bulls have got. The players. Um, all that kind of thing. Um, things that we're looking forward to. Obviously, 2020 has been um, a bit of a, a damp year, to be honest with you, as I'm sure you all know already. Um, if you don't know, then you need to get out of bed. Um, stuff to do with pre-season, first games and predictions for, for, the, for the first few games. We've had news recently um, that um, kind of league football, if you like, is, is going to be restarting incrementally. Um, but... Um, Firstly, just to get things kicked off, really, what has been going on around coronavirus? Um, basically, the whole season's been cancelled, um, and the Jersey Bulls have been on a charge, if you'll pardon the pun, um, over the last. I love it. Uh, I love year. the pun. Thank you, Ben. I'll be there'll be plenty more of rubbish puns coming shortly uh, to a cinema near you. Um, so it's put a bit of a stop to the fantastic season that the Jersey Bulls have been experiencing. I've been there firsthand, as well as uh, Ben and Reese and a few other extras who will probably pull into the podcast. Um, so we're a bit disappointed, but we're looking forward to the to the to the coming season and hopefully charging on to more victories. Um, ben, what 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 are you what 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 are you going to be talking about, kind of through through the the, the course of this episode? I think there's lots to talk about, Carl, isn't there? Because we've we've all been patiently waiting. Uh, March uh, felt it's a long time ago now since we last saw the Bulls uh, compete uh, over in the UK, or in fact in Jersey. It's been a, a long old time. A lot's happened, you know. Of course, that season, the uh, the Invincible season, uh, is no more. It's in the history books. Uh, well, actually, it's not in the history books. It's been forgotten about by the FA, hasn't it? I may be bitter. I might be biased, but uh, <laughs> you know they literally unbeaten. Apart from those two preseason friendlies uh, back in sort of July last year, um, they've gone on a phenomenal charge, as we've said, and they've just romped to victory after victory. And uh, yeah, there's lots to talk about. You know, there's you know who's going to be playing. You know who you know who are we going to be playing? Where? How's it going to happen? Because it's from when we all last met and we were at a Bulls game back in February, March, it's changed a heck of a lot and it's going to be changing as we go into the uh, into a new season. Yeah, no, completely agree. I think um, 
there's yeah lots to talk about and lots lots to look forward to for for you the uh the, the loyal listener so um yeah i think it's going to be quite fun and um there's a, there's a new football kit i think um am i am i right ben uh, for this season or is it next season yeah for this season i think um from what i've i've seen the uh that traditional uh we've you guys have actually never seen the white kit um being, being away supporters we've always seen the that striking red kit as the uh, as the kit we've seen the bulls in but no the red and white will will stay but we have this um i think it's quite fetching i i showed a picture to you guys um i'll i'll get your opinion in a second but I thought it was great <laughs> that blue and pink with the invincibles uh, stamped on the back i thought it was brilliant and of course that was a fan vote that was uh, one of four designs um oh which uh, the kit company and the Bulls put together and the fans voted for that. So they spoke with their fingers on social media <laughs> uh, and that's what came on top. And I ordered mine. It's arrived. Unfortunately, I forgot. I ordered it to the wrong address. So it's sat in Jersey at the minute rather than <laughs> oh, my UK God. address. But um, I love it. I think it's brilliant. But what do you guys think of it? It does look good, although a bit a bit on the um, kind of uh, non-traditional risque. side, I guess. Yeah, ris- risque, I think is a good way of putting it. Um, did Everton have a kit like that last season? Did they have a, a pinky red kit? I think they did. I recall them in the blue. I don't recall call that, but yeah. I mean, it's out there, and that's what I quite like about it. Your third kit, which is effectively what it is, it's got to be out there a bit. It's got to be a bit glarish on the colours, a bit of a throwback. Um, but well, sorry, it's, it's, at least it's not green. For As a Josephine, you cannot wear green. So uh, what was that? Green. Well, Guernsey playing green. So, ah, right. Full, I see. Well, this is the first lesson of many, Ben, that I think you'll be teaching both myself and Reese and any guests we have on. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, well, that seems like a bit of a social faux pas that I've just committed there. So please accept my sincerest. <laughs> it's all right. You're, you're an honorary Josieman, so you're, you're getting there. You're, you're young and you're learning, so it's all good. Excellent. Um, Reese, what do we? If I throw it to you, if I may, what 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 are you looking forward to for this coming season and kind of getting back going again? And what 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 are the highlights? Do you think going to be for you? Am I allowed to leave it at just pie and pint? And that'd be my answer. I think that's absolutely fine, but uh, Reese, thank you very much. So moving back um, <laughs> for Ben for a bit of a. Do you want to add anything to that, Reese? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to being back at a being back at a football game. Really, like I, like I said in the intro. I, I only went to I went to my first football game at eighteen. It was Preston versus Stevenage. What a, what, a, what a belter of a belter of a tie <laughs> that is! League League One. It was in September. Uh, Preston won three nil, um, and I just remember being fascinated by international players playing in such a lower league. I mean, I, Chris Humphreys, who I think is now in Scotland, who played for Jamaica. I was like, what international players playing League One, and then. And then I've and then I've never really been to that many big Premier League games and 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 yeah, effectively big games like FA Cup rounds and things like that. Apart from the odd one or two, but um, yeah, I just I quite enjoy the the grassroots level of it uh, of, the, of the football pyramid. Uh, just uh, surpri- I'm actually was actually quite surprised that when we went to the first game at it was at Bedfont. My, my first game, I think, it was at Bedfont. Um, there was just a lot of people, more people there than I expected. There must have been about I know it's not going to sound amazing numbers, but there was 50, 60 people there. I'd say in total, perhaps yeah, it was quite, yeah. it was quite impressive. It was, it was a bit of a su- surprise because um, you just don't know what to expect. You know, I thought, okay, there was actually nice to see a few other jersey flags and a few other you know supporters there as well. But um, yeah, it, it was, it was 
it was just such a great occasion. And I think the great thing, as you said there, the kind of grassroots football is brilliant because literally, you know, you're not anything you say, you, you kind of almost feel like you could you can orchestrate what's going on the pitch because anything you say or shout uh, and cheer, literally they can they can the players hear it and it's been great. The players have been sort of coming over and okay, obviously probably not in COVID times coming up, but like high fiving, hugging and, and sort of joining us. It's it is brilliant and it's like you you not you don't get that at the higher levels, I don't think. You perhaps, ha- you don't have that secretly, connection. Yeah, perhaps secretly I think we've been travelling across the channel each each and every time they've seen us there. <laughs> Literally they probably go, What are these guys still doing? And you know, what, what you know, what, what are these absolute Muppets that? doing? <laughs> But that's, I think, you know, what I think it's, you know, from, uh, I, I still have to get you get you lads across to, to Springfield, you know, to, to see a home game. Because the atmosphere for, you know, the sort of 10th tier or, you know, step six of the, the football pyramid, it's uh, sort of the non-league period. I think it's, it's just a great atmosphere where you're getting sort of, you're nudging sort of a thousand people. And then to have that support, you know, the air horns, the cheering, the drums and everything, it's just the the, the, the atmosphere is intimidating, I think, for, for people, players coming across. And, Okay, we can't recreate that, the three or four of us, but you know, at least it gives the, the players some support and it actually well, I think it means something to them, I think, which is great. Because you know, like uh, a few players I'm sure we'll discuss in, in a bit, you know, kind of who who's who we've liked last year and who we think will impress this year. But it's great they come over, celebrate with us because you know, we we're we're as passionate about the game, I think, as they are. Well, I, I think Ben, you, you said we can't really emulate the same kind of thing of, you know, air horns and screaming all the time, but actually I think you're fine. Um, that the power of you know come on chaps really is uh, you know all, all the team need and you know can can ever want for really um, just, you know, just as we, you say we, that get our if, lungs out if anyone is like it does go to a Bulls game and you know is a Jersey fan or has a bit of an inkling to support support the Bulls if you hear Kyle in his most southernly English accent possible shout <laughs> come on chaps if you hear that. That's us. Come and join us and come and have a bit of fun because yeah. that's what we're all about. Or, or if I'm, as mentioned in the intro, if I'm falling over and I've got a bacon something in my hands, then that's also us. So also come over and say hi. The thing is, though, as soon as the, as soon as the game kicks off, you're not really bothered that Aguero and Sterling and Mares and all these players out on the pitch because you just get so involved in it. It's, it's just a great feeling. It is great. And I think, like, I think the quality... I think, I mean, I don't want to get sort of on a soapbox already on episode one, but I think that the quality that we've seen from the, the players has been, was brilliant. You know, the fact that you know, these guys play for a national team and, you know, for, for Jersey and, uh, you know, to see them play week in, week out is, is brilliant because they normally only got the opportunity sort of maybe the Marathi uh, Cup, which is, uh, is the Marathi Files, beg your pardon, which is like the sort of the inter inter island uh competition and occasionally a few other friendlies but it's nice to see them play week in week out and hopefully i think they should be playing at a higher stand there should be a, a, a leg up or, you know league up already but um hey we've got to, we've got to, we've got to charge again as we, as we keep saying but um but yeah the quality is is certainly there like you say you just you forget don't you because you, you just you, su- you support the bulls and that's it you where you go it doesn't matter who you're watching on the pitch you know football's football if it's a good quality um, and you're seeing some great passing, link-up play, and some goals. Ultimately, is what we want to see. And I mean, the first game we all went to, gents, um, Reese just. I, I think, think you'll um, find I predicted the score correctly. Reese actually predicted the scores, especially the first one went in within. Yeah. I think the first ten minutes or something like that. And Reese said, "Here we go, six nil, six, six nil." Uh, and uh, we were treated uh, yeah. to a great game. 
I was I was going to just add that actually. I'm sure you've already alluded to it um, already, but um, the the games that I've I've seen anyway of the Jersey Bulls have been very goal heavy, which is obviously you're not completely acclimatised to if you go higher up the the pyramid, if you like. Um, but you know this is the most pure kind of form of football I've ever witnessed. Um, even more pure than you know um, than you know Wednesday afternoons at school kind of thing playing another school. It's very very much um, this team is brilliant and they've obviously got you know a lot of talent between them and also individually um, and to see them working so well as a, as a squad of 11 to to put goals in really is amazing it's not something i've ever seen before um at any kind of football match where it, whether it be you know fulham or chelsea or whoever it is um but it's something that that fascinates me which is why it's reignited this kind of uh, love of football, really, uh, if you like, because um, it is very, very entertaining, which is, I think, the, at the heart of what football has to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've got all that to look forward to. But it's been it's been a really weird time because obviously, like, you know, we we watched games in sort of February, March. And obviously we were, I think, upset and disappointed at the time. Obviously, COVID break. Well, obviously, that's, you know, something there's more important issues in football. But actually now with society and kind of unlocking again, I think it's quite it's great that finally uh you know the government of and dcms uh, have allowed the return of spectators to grounds because it's going to be so important um you know these clubs rely heavily there's no tv money there's no massive sponsorship deals literally they rely upon you know us you know paying our paying our money at the turnstiles buying the programs buying the hot dogs the beers whatever it may be um you know to, to keep these clubs going so for us we're quite excited to a, go and show support for you know, the clubs that we're going to go and visit, and I think we're going to go to that first game, Bedfont and Felton, and uh, this weekend. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be great to finally go go on to, through the turnstiles and onto the pitch. But you know, support the Bulls, but also support you know all the the, the teams in the league as well, because you know, they they certainly need it in these times. I think, gents. Definitely, yeah. I think um, you, you've you've hit the nail on the head there, Ben. The the excitement, which I didn't realise I had you know, past being the age of kind of, you know, 12. But the excitement that I still have going through those turnstiles, um, you know, at Bedfont and Feltham or, or, or you know, uh, Dorking or wherever we went last year for the away games, um, going through the turnstile with your fiver, getting a burger and a beer, um, that really is more exciting than going to a huge stadium in London, for instance. Um, it really is just what it, what the game really boils down to. And, and you know, seeing a, an exciting match, um means much more to me than than kind of going to a, an expensive ticket match and you know seeing less entertaining football i guess yeah i think we all are absolutely buzzing so Reese, you um you're you're going to come you're going to come to the first game um you haven't, really actually, no, you haven't the... been haven't been to bedford feltham yet have you we've been down the road to see was it deportivo galicia no, wasn't it that Bed... first game at, at bedford though yes yeah yeah so it's going to be interesting it was it was quite a challenge last year with the um with the weather, uh, I say last year, yeah, it was last year, with the weather conditions, and that yeah. was literally Kyle walking from the car park to uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the pitch. But um, it's, I've it's, also, uh, um, I've got a bit of a bit of a confession to tell you, Ben, uh, and Reese, I guess. Um, we were at Dorking Wanderers Reserves FC uh, in Dorking, obviously, um, and um, I, I did accidentally reverse into a car because the, the rain was so horizontal that I couldn't see anything at all. So I did reverse my old car into another car um, and, of course, left my insurance details because, you know, that's the responsible thing to do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm certainly looking forward to getting to all these different little clubs and helping them out and um, putting, trying well, trying to put back into the sport that I, I now love again, I guess. Um, 
we've have we gone over the, the the predictions for the first games? What are we feeling for the? You know, are we feeling we're going to be up to scratch, or maybe perhaps lack of training throughout this year because of coronavirus? You know, will that affect the the the, the boys' mentalities moving forward? Do we think? I think it's been a it's been a weird preseason because um, there were a couple of games. Uh, I think it was Kettering Town was was one of them, um, and there was another another preseason. The name has escaped me right at this moment, but there's. Um, although Jersey is slightly ahead on the unlocking stage out out of this, you know, out of lockdown, um, actually can't really have the mass gatherings and spectator events yet, like can in the UK. So um, the guys got into training probably slightly earlier. Um, you know, the, the, the sun kissed uh, St Brellard's pitch uh, just by the airport. There's some some good footage and good to see the the, the boys out and, and having a good run out. And um, yeah, I think a few of them have actually um, gone into the local leagues. I think they've just um, brushed themselves off um, and knocking the rust off. Um, yeah, I think it's you know lo- you know local leagues you know has started over there and um, you know with their sort of preseason friendlies. So I think a few of them getting their eye in there. But as a team, I, I, unless they've you know played kind of behind closed doors, um, you know goals versus goals, I think there's not much we can say really. You know, we've got. I think looking at the sort of the squad, I think we've got a pretty. I think we've got all the, the guys again. Hopefully, um, I know. Uh, I think was it Lorne Bickley. I think he played for us in the, the first two friendlies. Uh, he actually never played. I don't think in the league games, but he he was uh, highly rated. He went to the University of the US did really well, uh, and I think he's now at Kettering Town, or uh, I think yeah, Kettering Town is where he is now. So he's going to be playing higher up the pyramid. But I think everyone else. Um, I think we got, but. I think, um, Reese. I think it's going to be when we go. It's going to be a bit of an interesting one because um, obviously these guys have day jobs and the whole quarantining and the you know swab testing when they return. It's going to be it's going to be a bit interesting, making a bit of a tight turnaround. I think. I think we've lost Reese, Ben. We have lost Reese. We See, have I think, lost Reese. I think he needs to pull the tin can a bit, a bit more. But for, pull that string on the tin can. I think. Yeah, we'll, I think... Uh, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll get him back. Technology is not as good in the north, is it, Ben? No, that's why. That's why he. I think he's moved down south just to sort of hopefully get a bit of civilization again. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, I think he's. Le- I think he's realised he's not. <laughs> we've offended him. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I think we've upset him a bit, or maybe he was getting a cider. That kid's a bit wild, um, you know, on a Saturday night. So, um, but but yeah, no. P- picking that up, Ben. I think um, it's interesting. Like, as you say, people um, obviously the players having day jobs, and you know, at this level of football, it is quite complex. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think personally I'm expecting kind of similar results really going into this season um, with some of the teams. Uh, you know, I was surprised with how, you know, skilled and how overwhelmingly better than the others uh, Jersey Bulls were, really, to be honest. I was expecting a bit of a, um, you know, not very exciting, you know, kind of school school team kind of idea. But actually, no, um, the Jersey Bulls um, are genuinely brilliantly talented and despite them having all you know all having day jobs and all this kind of thing um you know especially with the travel involved uh, to all the to all the games they had to come to on the mainland um you know some very very entertaining matches i think i'm expecting more of the same personally yeah it's gonna be i mean i i think um uh, it was actually that Deportivo uh, Galicia game. I think Tony Kerr from from Channel TV from the ITV came across and followed mm. followed the Bulls. And literally, I think all the lads, you know, some of them are lucky to be self employed or you know have really understanding companies and bosses that allow them that sort of flexible sort of working. Because they came across in the afternoon, they played 
uh, under the floodlights uh, of Heathrow, literally the bloody Boeing 747s were landing and taking off literally uh, mm. right over the top of us. Um, and it's, yeah, literally from, from Gatwick, they travelled to Heathrow, played the game, travelled back to Gatwick, uh, first flight back over uh, and back to work on the following morning. So it's it's a quick turnaround um, and it does add a bit of stress, but, you know, you see the, the performance state they put in, it just... Yeah, it, it makes it, you know, especially when they've made that effort, it's it's great from our point of view, I think, just to sort of be there, cheer them on, sort of give that encouragement. Because, yeah, as you said, most of the time, I think they've, I think they've probably, um, they've dominated the proceedings. But I think at that Dorking game, they went 1-0 down. Uh, and mm. it was at Han, Hanworth Villa as well uh, in, in one of the cup competitions. You know, we, you know, we didn't have it all our own way. We had to sort of dig deep and, and turn it around. So having that little bit of support, I think, hopefully, hopefully helped. But have we got Reese back yet? What, what, what went wrong, Reese? Did we upset you? Or? No, I just had a half-time substitution. <laughs> <laughs> a tactical substitution. But, I mean, what, why have you come on for the second half here, Reese? What makes you so special? Uh, rolling sub. <laughs> You're a rolling sub. All right, OK. Uh, so, Bedford and Felton, then, is going to be the first game, gents, um, of the new season. We only know the first three fixtures. Uh, and obviously, with COVID, uh, I think from what I've heard on the grapevine is that they're going to be flying into Heathrow, going round the corner, uh, play the game and go back again. And I th- that's, funny enough, will be the same uh, for the first two games because they'll play British Airways second up. And that's the same location. So, literally, hope I think it'll be a quick turnaround. And then we only know the first three fixtures in a minute. But um, yeah, it's uh, I think it's going to be fairly weighted to uh, to the you know the Bulls coming over to compete in the UK because obviously of what you know you can't have the mass gatherings uh, in Jersey at the minute. And I think you know the club, you know, if, if they, they were getting sort of you know at least six hundred and fifty, these seven hundred people each game, you know, n- nudging a thousand at times. So mm-hmm. you know, that income is as we were saying before is vital. But go on, Reese. Prediction: The first game out the, off the off the bat. What, what do we think the Bulls are going to do? We want a scoreline here. Uh, who's who's playing again? What's what's the team name? Bedford and Felton. I'm going to put a stab on. Oh, I want to say four 0 but then I I'm leaning towards four one. Oh, okay. To the Bulls. To the Bulls. To the Bulls. To the, to the Bulls. We like to hear that. Uh, and Kyle, same question to you. I think what's um what score? Can we expect uh, on the shadow of Heathrow? Yeah, what's the shadow of Heathrow? First game back. Look, I'm not expecting you know magical things. I'm not expecting a six, seven nil, you know, kind of thrashing. That everyone will be a bit rusty, I suspect. Um, I'm thinking a perhaps more modest two one or perhaps three two. Um, but yeah, I think we can still expect good things. I just think everyone will be a bit rustier. Um, and um, although actually that could promote. Um, you know, more score differentiation. I think people, you know, you could have a, a keeper that's a bit shabby or, you know, a, a striker who's had a bit too much time training. So equally, it could could go the other way. But I think 3-1. Three, three, I'm going to go with 3-1 to the Bulls. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm probably a little bit more pessimistic. And I, okay. I hate. I, I would. I want it to be a six-nil thriller, <laughs> like I'm sure we all do. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's there's not. We've not. Uh, you know, we did have. We had two two preseason games last year uh, against Stevenage and, the, and Leicester City's under twenty-three. So we had a good sort of idea of you know who are our goal threats. You know, you and Van der Fleet, our keeper, he was tested um, in the friendlies, but he wasn't really testing the league. But I think. Yeah. Oh, I'd like a big goal 
big goal game, obviously to to get us to get us going, get the enthusiasm and and the the sort of the the year off to a to a flying start. But I'm gonna go. Oh, I don't know. I think it's gonna be two one to the Bulls. Okay, so I'm three one. You're two one. What were you, Reese? Uh, I'm gonna go back to four nil. Oh bloody hell! Okay, <laughs> he's 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 the optimist. Not not hanging about, Reese. Definitely not. I mean, if you if you go back to the first away game last season, I think you'll find. <laughs> I think you'll find I should have put fifty quid on it. You should have put some money on it, and you know what? I hope I hope you're right. Um, I really do hope you're right. But and we, we were mentioning before, actually, we, we've touched upon it. Like you know, when we go to these games, you know, we, we've come accustomed to names, you know, of of the players, uh, and get to know a little bit more about them. You know, their style of play on the pitch, and also them coming over to celebrate. It, it's great for us because it just it brings the whole you know the Bulls community together. But sort of who who impressed you last year, gents? I'm gonna you know Kyle, what, you know who who shone for you in your kind of the games that you saw. Um, you know, I think it's probably um, Ruben the keeper. He was the keeper for most. Um, you um, and you mean? You sorry, you and yeah, no, no, because yeah, someone else. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, um, I think it's you and really because um, I think he played in almost every game I saw, um, and some of the saves he was pulling were, were 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 genuinely brilliant. Not that he was perhaps being challenged as much as he should have been from some of these teams, but um, yeah, I think some of the manoeuvres he was pulling were were, were very impressive indeed. And I think you, you meant Ruben Mendes. I think you, that was probably what in your head. That's a name. Yeah, Ruben, um, yeah. No, I, I got them mixed up. I'm, I've, I've had a glass of wine, a bit of pizza, <laughs> so I'm a bit preoccupied. But no, I, I um, yeah. Who's it for you, Ben? I think, uh, I, I, you know what? I think we could be here all night talking about them too much because I think just the, I think the quality from you know keeper wise, yeah, Ewan was brilliant, and when Bradley Rowland came in as well um, for a mm. few games, uh, it's just kind of. I think they tested four or five keepers out over the season, and that's the great thing about it. I think the squad so is quite big, and I think it needs to be simply because of the travel, the work commitments, the flying, um, you know, possibly quarantine coming. You know, hopefully no one tests, you know, for for, for COVID and needs that isolation period. But you know, they they will need to rely upon a bit of a bigger squad to, and also it's great to give some players a chance. But um, yeah, I just it, you know, the, Luke Campbell and, and James um, James Carre at the back were. Um, sorry, Becky Carey, Becky Bond at the back were, were really good. Um, you know, wingers were impressive. Jay Giles, I think he played every game, banged in a few goals as well. He was great. Um, Ruben Mendes, he, I think he became a bit of a favourite for us. You know, he was yeah. the one that sort of first came over and celebrated, gave us the high fives, jumping into us. Um, that was pretty special. Fraser Barlow, uh, he was, and Carl Hines, Sol Solomon. I mean, the list is just. It's just endless, you know. The Daryl Wilson, the striker, and also just the goal celebrations they're putting out as well. You know, um, you know, Fraser came out with the the, the bull horns, you know, which we mm. all sort of we all know. We've seen the pictures. Uh, he scored Infamous. the first, yeah, absolutely. He scored that first goal. You know, um, you know, Daryl does the sort of the, the jump, folds the arms, sort of like you know, just it's pretty impressive. You know, the kind of the display they put on. So I'm looking forward to seeing all them, and hopefully, fingers crossed, we've got no injuries coming into a new season because. Mm. We need we need every player we can get. I think with the the, the quick turnaround in games. Reese, what do you think? Who impressed you? To win games, you have to have a solid defence. You can't <laughs> concede goals. So I'm leaning towards Mr. Campbell at the rear. Mm. Solid. He, scored a goal. In, scored a goal in my first game as well. He did that header, wasn't it? From the from the um yep. from, from the corner. corner from Jay Giles. Bang straight. In the, I mean, he's just solid. And he, I think, um, yeah, discipline. That's Good what discipline. you need. 
and again he's he won't mind me probably saying that he's he's probably one of the senior members of the side and i think it's having that that sort of bit of seniority in the spine you know just gives a lot more you know adam trotter just in front of him um just gives I mean, yeah, a bit more. you look at you look at chelsea they've just signed uh tiago silva yeah he's 36 going almost he'll be 37 midway through the season campbell's gone on five that. years no five six years <laughs> Have oh, a, spring, that, a spring chicken in comparison. Mere boy. Uh, having that bit of experience <laughs> is just is is vital. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um what are we gonna be chanting this year, lads? Who are we gonna get behind? Um for me it's gonna be come on chaps, the standard. Yeah. That's it for me, I think. The come on chaps. That's where everyone then takes a socially distance four meters away well, from the park. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's soon. you know, that happened even before coronavirus. So, you know. But you, you're, Ben, you're still yet to teach me all these chants. You keep promising and promising, but I've only learned what two. Yeah, we, we need to do a bit of a bit of a you know get a session, get us get us in the recording studio, fresh beats. Uh, but yeah, I think it's you know now oh, I don't know actually what the, I don't know what the uh, the guidelines will state whether they will allow any chanting or any sort of enthusiastic cheering. Um, oh, of course they will. Oh, we'll they, can't, to... they can't stop people from cheering enthusiastically. I think. Um, you know, the, the, the spin on the Tom Walker single, uh, You and I, I think that'll always be there. Um, you know, I, I started, we started singing that, do you remember? I can't remember which match it was. Um, but, um, you know, one step at a time, just you and I. Just you, just and, you and I. I. I love it. Um, so, you know, that was, that was a, a, you know, a hit, I think. Um, so think, maybe more of that? Absolutely. I think a bit of Lukey Campbell's magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wears a magic hat. I think that, that's definitely gonna they're gonna be taken off again. Reese, what are you gonna bring to the? Uh, what are you gonna bring? Uh, I don't do much chanting. <laughs> no, he, he he saves his voice. It's fairly. He does chants are a bit you know technical. They're a bit too technical for us. I just I just chant when the goals go in. Yeah, to be fair, he, Reece, Reece is basically the hooligan. Well, I mean, steady. We don't want to, <laughs> to be banned from games before we get there, Kyle. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be fine as long as Reese doesn't go. Wow. Okay. Um, so, Reese, that's basically you've been uninvited from the, the squad. <laughs> that's right. I, I, I'm sure we'll have plenty of live streams to catch up on. Uh, about that. Um, <laughs> that's the great thing. You don't. You know, this is the. You know, the the fact that we can't go and watch the Premier League and the Championship. You know, we're actually going to be able to go and watch these games in the flesh, which is brilliant. And we don't have to watch a stream, find Sky Sports or BT or some stream somewhere it's literally you can go and see it and be pitch side so it's going to be we're not endorsing dodgy streams <laughs> no dodgy streams at all all official above board i think that that, that sums us up perfectly ben um you know all official and uh, and above board that's who we are um that's what this you know podcast is going to be i think it's going to be factual as well as uh, you know uh, banterful if that's even the word um your word but, i won't be using it <laughs> well all right that's fine. It's a southern word, clearly. Um, but um, no, I, I think definitely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's 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 in store for the Bulls, and um, I, I think I, I share the, the 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 feelings of the of all our listeners, of which we've probably got maybe a few. Hopefully, I think all our mums. Um, yeah, definitely. Someone who probably th- is thinking it's like I don't know the Jersey Bulls are some sort of like New Jersey uh, basketball team, maybe. Yeah, uh, we're definitely going to get a few of those. And, yeah, just probably some other random person on Twitter. Mm. Probably it. But here, we're entertaining ourselves. That's the most important thing. Yeah, exactly. So you've gone for 4-0, Reese. 
Yeah, I'm sticking with my 4 0. He's going 4 0. Carl, you said 3 1. Yep, I'm going to sit with 3 1. Set three one, and I think yeah, I'm going to stay put. I think it's going to be a real, you know, Bedford. I think are a good, good solid team, and I think it will need the likes of Sol Fraser, you know, Carl Hines, um, literally trying to sort of pick pick holes. Uh, actually, a good point. Actually, hopefully, there's a few extra players that we'll get to see. I think um, I'm I'm praying, fingers crossed, it will make make my year. I think it will make a lot of Jersey sporting people's year. I think as well to see there's a lack of Jack Boyle who um, has captain the island side. He's had trials with Southampton, really good you know, player, but has been dogged by injuries so, so much. And he actually played in the very first game at Springfield back in that giddy summer of 2019. <laughs> the heat was incredible. And he came on as a sub and I think he was only on for maybe 20 minutes, but he got injured again. And uh, it's been it's just been so sad. But he's, I've seen him getting involved in some of the, the activities the Bulls have been doing, a bit of training. So fingers crossed, it'd be great to see him because he... He will hopefully be able to unlock when things get a bit tighter. He will be the one that can hopefully, hopefully, unlock the kind of the midfield and be able to to pick the balls off to uh, to Sol, to to Daryl Fraser, whoever it may be, and we can bang in some goals. So I am still going to go for two one, and hopefully we get to see uh, Jack Boyle and uh, a few other players as well. So I'm still going to stick with that, Kyle. Okay, well that's that's completely fair enough. I guess we'll um, we'll put some money on it and. Um... Uh, in the meantime, between this and uh, and the second episode, I guess we'll update you and see who's lost the most money. Yeah, I think um yeah, drinks uh drinks and and the food uh, will be on the loser. I think. Well, I, I think that'll probably be Reese, but you know that's fine. Um, but um that's fine. I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with Reese buying me uh buying buying me a pale ale or something for dinner. So that's that's all good with me. Right, uh, but but don't, hang on, Carl. Don't you actually owe us? I don't think I do, Ben. We keep going over and over this. I think we, because, no, because we went to a few matches and I tried to buy your drinks and then you get the food because I thought that was a fair way of doing things because we all had a fair amount to drink. And then you said, no, don't be ridiculous. I'm a bit confused as to where we are, Ben. But look, we'll, we'll, we'll pick that up at the next match and um, sort it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll update all the, all the listeners as to, you know, who's more out of pocket generally. Brilliant. So let us know who you think. So who do you think is going to come out on top between the Jersey Bulls and Bedfont and Felton? The very first game up. I think it's going to be a tie one, but the other boys are a bit more confident, optimistic. So go on, give us a, give us a message. You know, drop us we're at on Twitter, actually, at the Bull Monty Pod. Give us your score predictions as well. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts ahead of the brand new season. I think we bossed that.